0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. What is good, everybody? I hope you are doing well. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful week. Again, I'm your host, Khalif Adams. We are rocking the Spawn of Me podcast thank you everybody for coming through last week. I had a fantastic show. It was really good to be able to get some of that stuff off my chest about the ESA and everything else that was in the mix for that particular week. Uh, it was extremely busy. It was a lot of, uh, emotional stuff going on in that week because of all the things that were going on with the ESA and then the world being crazy and doing all that craziness. But I got to say, I got to give you all massive amounts of love. Thank you to everyone who shot me nice messages uh, telling me to stay safe after all the leak stuff happened with E3 definitely made me uh, really excited and happy to be able to come back this week and and rock with you all. Uh, And we'll be putting out a quick editor's note uh, after or I should say before this show goes live. Uh, So before this week is over and our next show drops on Tuesday, make sure you Refresh your feeds because we're going to have a quick addendum to some of the conversations uh, that we had uh, in the last week. So always, always fantastic to have you all rocking with us. So this week I am super excited because if you have not been paying attention to every tweet on the in the world that I have been sending uh, about all my love for fighting games and for Mortal Kombat and for any of the stuff that has to do with the fighting game community. You know, I am a huge fan. You know, I've been paying attention to everything that's been going on uh, inside and outside of the squared circle, as they would call it. Uh, But I get to have a dope conversation with somebody who is making the fighting games community amazingly dope. Super, super dope. This week, we get to rock with Steph, who's coming to us from the Console Gaming League. Stephanie, how are you doing this week? How's everything going?
1: It has been insane this week. Um, this, I actually <laughs> just am still recovering from coming back from Evo. Um, uh-huh. But it's been crazy. Um, the amount of support that we've been seeing uh, from a lot of the projects that I'm working on right now has been amazing. And it's just another reason why I love the FGC community so much is because of all mm-hmm. that love that's been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always great to be able to find people who love a thing just as much as you do, mm-hmm. um, and especially folks who are working to make those spaces better. Um, give the folks at home a little bit of background about what you have been doing in the fighting game community and how you joined uh, this wonderful group of fighters that we all have out here in the world.
1: For sure. Uh, so pretty much. I had always known that the FGC existed, uh, but I'm a a shooter's girl, so I pretty much lived my life in the Call of Duty Counter Strike world. Um, A little bit of Rainbow Six here and there. Um, (laughs) uh, But no, so, you know, got into the fighting game community, uh, started seeing that there's like major cool tournaments. I live in Nashville, uh, so we have Mm Kumite here uh, every year. We also have Summer Bash, and uh, I'm like, you know, let's. Let's go out and see what this is about. Uh, ended up getting involved, met uh, a really cool person who I look up to. who's like a big brother. Uh, his name is Guido. Uh, a lot of people know him in the FGC, uh, mostly associate with NRS games. But uh, he really, truly has guided me through this whole process. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to play some fighting games. I am absolutely trash at fighting games. I'm just going to be a hundred percent real. I am so bad at it. I, I give a hundred percent props to all these players. Like you guys remember your B and B's, you remember your combos and I'm out here like, all right, so how do I do that again? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I can't. Now you give me like a, a controller and you want me to like aim or a mouse and keyboard and I got you, but you want me to push buttons. Yeah. It's not me. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not good at it. Um, so, uh, what I do is I actually got into TOing. So I started running brackets, and uh, last November was the first time I ran an event uh, and worked at brackets. And nice. uh, so, you know, I started learning about all the majors that were there out, and I'm like, okay, I've always heard about Evo, but what are these other ones that are out here? And uh, Guido's like, yeah, you should totally, you know, come to a major, check it out. It's gonna blow your mind. And I'm mm. like, all right. So I gotta like actually like go like leave the state <laughs> <laughs> it's not here <laughs> he's like yeah no and so you know i found out about combo breaker and ceo and i'm like all right i'm gonna set a goal i'm going to to at every one of these majors this year watch oh wow and i set a goal pretty ambitious goal not gonna lie you know brand new in the scene and you're like i'm gonna work in all these bits and uh so yeah i went to uh, i worked uh kumite i ran dragon ball there because mm-hmm. i am a dragon ball nerd at heart and, uh, so I, I did run the, the fighter's brackets there. Um, and then on Sunday I helped with grand finals with Guido on stage. It was pretty dope. And, uh, I ended up getting, uh, welcomed to, to volunteer at Combo Breaker. And I'm like, oh, you know, cause Ooh. I hit a goal. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. Way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up, uh, I ended up getting in that. And at the same time with working with Kumite as well here, uh, we had a side event at Combo Breaker. So we ran an Injustice one. We ran a MKX. Uh, so we had these. Oh, and we did DOA 6, a very unloved game in the scene that really needs to have more showing at events.
0: That game is not getting any love, and it deserves so much love. I don't understand why that's the case.
1: I don't get it. Like, if we're going to love Tekken and Street Fighter, then we need to love DOA. Like, it. you just can't. You can't. You got to love them. And, I believe in that. Right? So, like, close to my heart. And, uh, so we ran an actual bracket there and we had over 60, some people come out and wow. mm -hmm, So we had that and we went ahead and, uh, ran that bracket. So I'm running killer instinct Mm -hmm. and then I'm also running, uh, all the brackets for KIT and I was just literally running from one end of the venue to the other. And it was a fantastic time because one of my friends, uh, actually two of my friends wheels, FGC. So if you don't know wheels, he's incredible that dude does stuff with a controller that i can't even do <laughs> at mm-hmm. all he's a god and of course nikki and uh nikki ended up winning combo breaker he'd been yeah. trying for four years
0: oh wow that's right mm-hmm. that's right yeah i forgot try.
1: and uh he started in my pool he started oh. in my pool and went all the way through so when he won i was like Yay!
0: is it is there a thing where like folks have that like uh uh, um they have that like these are my babies in my pool like it's good to see them kind of like get through and like get to the next stages and stuff
1: literally yeah it's like i'm a mama and these are my little birdies and i'm like nurturing them (laughs) through their pool and then when they get up on stage in grand finals i'm like look at my boy go baby look at him
2: up there winning
1: and just Popping this dude and clapping cheeks you know so I love it <laughs> it was great so um, I was able to, to go to combo breaker which was like mind-blowing to me just the production I mean Rick and Kat put on an amazing major there and it was also the first major um, that Bit came to uh, and she came out oh. and she had her dress on and her makeup was fly and it was just such an amazing event because NRS is there. It's the first mm-hmm. kickoff for Mortal Kombat 11's Pro Tour, and all of my friends are here. And it was just like a big family affair where we're just all hanging around, vibing, and playing games. And it was.
0: Oh, great. that's so great! Uh, that is so fantastic to hear because I feel like, and we talked about this. Um, I spoke about this on another podcast, 1099, that everyone should go check out and listen to uh, with Joseph with Joseph New. Um, We talked about just the camaraderie that you see in the FGC and how deeply those relationships go and how many times people will have, you know, you see folks who are the, the kind of the old school cats who have been in the game for a while yeah. and then you see the newbies kind of coming through and you have all these people in the middle who are kind of, um, you know, uh, coalescing and bringing everyone together to kind of continue to build up their not only their respective games communities, but, you know, cross pollinating with everybody else's stuff to kind of like make sure that everyone is doing well in those spaces. Okay. What is what is it? What is the conversation been around like? you know, the, the newbies who are kind of coming into the space and are are starting to kind of like get their feet wet into the, into the the gaming industry and also into the fighting game community. Mm -hmm. How do, how do the folks kind of like, uh, usher them in, in good places? You know what I mean? Like going through pools for the first time or, you know, having your first, you know, in-person, uh, uh, fighting game tournament experience. Like how, how do people kind of like talk and, and relate to those folks?
1: Well, it's really interesting. So I can give you two different examples. Um, there's one example. Um, everybody, of course, knows who Ninja Killa is. Ninja Killa mm-hmm. is the online god. This guy gets bored and makes multiple accounts just so you can see his name multiple <laughs> times in leaderboards. Um, he had never been to an online uh, offline event uh, other than offline uh, online. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so the first time I met him, and he's such a sweet kid, very quiet. You would, you, know, you expect somebody with the name Ninja Killer and the types of results that he puts out to be like this big dude. And you meet him and he's just this normal sized guy, very quiet. And he has, I can honestly tell you, it's heartwarming because his entire family is with him and they are supporting him the entire time. And I'm like, man, that is what you want to see. You want to see not only your friends and your community, but your family supporting a passion that you have. Mm. And so it was the first time he came to an offline event. The second time that I saw him was at CEO. CEO is his mm. first major. And, you know, to people like Sonic Fox and Foxy Grandpa, you've got Dragon and you've got people like uh, Big D and Hayate. These are all veterans that you see all the time with MK. And here's Ninja mm-hmm. Killer, this online phenomenon that no one has ever seen. He's never been to an offline major before. He shows up. And this kid runs through everybody, runs through everyone. (laughs) And he comes out and he's got his squad. He's got his song and he sits down. He doesn't even need the Astros. He's just like, whatever. It reminds me of watching Anakin from Tekken play where he just doesn't even put the Astros on. He just goes in. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's just clapping and he is hanging with people. And he ended up finishing fourth. Your first major, yeah. your first time competing offline, and you come in fourth place. It's yeah. it's crazy. So there's a lot of new blood that's out there. Um, and then there was another gentleman that I met at CEO, first time he went to a major. Um, he's actually asked me a lot. He keeps in touch with me even to this day, wanting to know how he can get involved in offline uh, events, how he can also get involved in online tournaments, uh, because those are a lot easier than... Going to these offline Mm -hmm. offline events, whether people believe it or not, they're a luxury to a lot of us Not a lot of people can travel or afford to go to these or know people Um, Mm. So the online game uh, tournaments give them the ability to do that But he came up to me and I can honestly tell you uh, Big D Toxin they took him under their wing and they're teaching him how to you know They're watching him play and they're analyzing the game with him. They're labbing with this kid And I'm Mm. like, you know, this is a community that is not about saying I'm the best and I'm going to stay the best and I'm not going to help anyone else. You can literally walk up to any pro. You can walk up to Sonic, you can walk up to Dragon, Be Biohazard, sit with any of them, ask them to run a a couple matches and sets with you. They'll sit down and they'll play you. They don't care. They're the nicest people and they'll sit down, they'll play you, they'll tell you what you need to work on, they'll show you how to do things and that's a dynamic in a community that I have never seen in any other esports community whatsoever at all. Huh. <laughs>
0: that's that's phenomenal to hear cuz like I have like this would have been my first time going to an actual like offline mm-hmm. uh, competition or a place where offline competition was happening. Right and i've always wondered what the what that would feel like to be able to go up to somebody cuz i've seen cats throughout the years you yeah. know like at different you know at e3 usually you'll see people there and stuff like that like i remember running up on hayate mm-hmm. the uh, right right when he was kind of at the the top of his game at mk mk9 or mk mkx mm mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, Hayate, like, I love the way that you play. It's super dope to see you kind of run through stuff and all that things. I can't, I still can imagine me walking up to him or to Sonic and being like, yo, let's run a couple sets. Right. Like, it, but But like hearing you say that, that's like so fantastic to hear that. Like the community is so open in that way. And they, and they're actively looking to help other people get better yeah which is which is really really cool can you talk to a little bit of that uh, as well just like seeing more of those interactions happen
1: oh for sure uh, i mean prime example honestly <laughs> well i've so that goal remember i was telling you i'm gonna i want to work every major <laughs> i yeah <laughs> so i hit that goal going to evo i've worked every major for the most part the big ones um wow. so far um, i plan on going to uh, ect i think that'll be my last one this year it depends it depends yeah. on whether and like you know, life stuff. Um, Yeah, no, like, uh, for example, uh, Gur, Gur's like the teddy bear of the community Um, and he's such a sweetheart. I love George to death. George will sit down like sometimes you'll be looking for these guys trying to find him and they're off in a corner at a setup playing somebody that you've never seen ever, (laughs) ever. (laughs) And they, and these kids are just like, hey, you know, I'm just playing with this pro over here and I'm learning about my character. And it's just you find pockets of people or people bring setups. Believe it or not, people will literally bring their entire setup in the train, plane, yeah. automobile, however you're getting to the major. They bring it. <laughs> they pack this stuff and they will run sets in their room and they'll have people come through.
0: <laughs> I've, I've seen multiple and I love I kind of love the after the after work versions of yeah. the fighting game community sets because it's like then you get the fun stuff that's like the salty sweets you <laughs> yeah. get all those things that you kind of stay and hang out and watch those things super late at night like i remember um especially like right when team spooky was really starting to get their yeah. their legs underneath them right mm-hmm. and i remember because i'm from new york so i remember all the conversations around chinatown chinatown fair and all that stuff mm-hmm. um but seeing, like, all those old school rivalries happen offline mm-hmm. when they were, like, not, you know, in the actual tournament and seeing all the kind of, like, not just camaraderie, but, like, the competitiveness that always also kind of just was surrounded by friendship, right? right? It's like seeing all those people kind of just be in those spaces together. It was really, really great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to dig back a little bit further. I know you talked a little bit about how you started this particular process, but I also want to know, like you talked about Call of Duty as being a thing that you loved. Mm-hmm. Um, that means that you've been gaming for a while and you have a, a, a breadth of of experiences in terms of your gaming history. <laughs> yeah. Talk a little bit about, you know, kind of how you started getting into gaming in general.
1: Well, see, now you're going to make me show my age.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm old, so hey, it's all good. We're old all together. Good. We owe. We owe. It's all good. <laughs> uh,
1: so basically, uh, I'm an only child. And my dad was always in like technology and IT. And mm-hmm. so when I was old enough to start gaming, we had an Atari. And we had this game called like River Raid. And you're just like moving a little stick. You're just flying this little plane. Yes, River thing. Raid. River Raid is classic. And then you know I discovered computer gaming. And I'm like, well, what is that? And when I tell you, it is nothing like what we have now. <laughs> Legit. You have a black DOS screen, and it asks you, it a little say, you walk into a dungeon, it is damp. What <laughs> You see a door to your left and a door to your right. What do you do? And you have to type out, go left or go right or go back and it's yep. crazy and so you know i remember installing netscape on floppy it's not the 3.5s but the actual big old disk yes. with. And
0: the five and a quarters five yes. and a quarters where
1: it be 12 of those things and you're sitting here like boop <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep so i yeah. love that we are having this old person-ass conversation person. this is great literally I love it.
1: old and so you know i remember literally when all the systems came out so you know, i'm talking about like super nintendo the uh, yes, you got the Dreamcast, the Sega Saturn. You've got Sony, the Sega Game Gear. You remember that thing? It was the size of a VHS yes. tape. Yes. 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 Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> the best no. game. Yeah, tell uh, yours uh, to be the truth. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, it, ugh, the Sonic and Knuckles pinball game where you spin it back, you put the other game on top. So I had, you know, I was fortunate growing up. I had all the systems. I remember, you know, my mom coming in, b- bothering me, telling me it's time to go to bed. And I'm like, this is Final Fantasy seven. You don't, don't go to bed. I got to get to a safe point. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And just like, I remember when the rhythm games came out. So before we even had Guitar Hero, we had a game called Amplitude. Amplitude was on
0: PS2. Yo. Amplitude. Yo, Amplitude is still my joint.
1: That game was fire. And then they came out with Frequency. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You can make your own music. And it literally, it gave birth to these games like Rock Band and, and Guitar Hero. So all along the way, you know, me, my old self, I discovered Guild Wars back in the day. Uh And uh, (laughs) I ended up having a sponsorship through Razor to play (laughs) Guild Wars. Um, So, yeah, no, I was uh, what they called a a word of healing infused monk. So, you know, we would play the guild versus guild. So we would compete against other guilds on there. And, uh, yeah, my main job was I could literally send half my health to you in a matter of seconds if you were getting spiked, which is basically one target taking immense damage at one time. And yeah. I mean, of course, Korea beat us because they're literally better than us at everything. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, just I remember going to Germany and I remember how awesome that was. And I was like, dang. And that back in the day, com- playing video games competitively, it wasn't called eSports. We didn't have a, ter- a term for it. There was no title. R- right, just right, right. played video games for a living. That was it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we did that. And uh, you know, so that was my that life. Moved into Starcraft, moved into uh, the Red Alert Command and Conquer series, got a little RTS down. And uh, you know, fast forwarding through all that, I discovered Call of Duty. Um, And I remember Call of Duty came out, and I remember saying, "Well, great. At least now I can play something since Medal of Honor gave up on giving us games." (laughs)
2: <laughs> Ooh, yes yeah. i am growing
1: shade because medal of honor was great <laughs> <laughs> so if the developers hear me you need to make another game because you oh, broke man. my heart <laughs> uh, yeah medal
0: of honor was on point I, I gotta give you i gave you props on that medal, of honor, medal, of, honor on medal point. of
1: honor was like legit and so i started playing uh call of duty and i was a part of this clan a long time ago called pms clan they're still around yes um Not necessarily, I don't believe, as as big as they were before. But, you know, that was kind of everybody stomping starting rounds. Mm -hmm. So I went there. I was on the the PS3 team because back then we didn't have PS4 yet. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I played Call of Duty there. So I got to be a recruitment manager. We ran practice squad, uh, which we actually had structure, believe it or not. It was the most organized thing I've ever seen in my life. We have structured times for practice. Um, Mm. And it was great because you're playing with females. There was a male division and a female division. You had the H2O's, um, which is where like H2O Delirious came from. And then you had the PMS side. So you could (laughs) co-mingle if you wanted to, but everybody played separately, which was great because you didn't have to worry about feeling like you were just a support person. You actually got to play with Mm. everybody, which is kind of cool. Actually, it's very cool. Let me just back that up and say that's very cool. Uh, Agreed. And uh, from there, I started getting to know a lot of different pros in that scene. And I was like, I want to I make a team. Let's just make a team. I don't want to play, but let's let's sponsor a team. Whatever. I got money. Let's do it. So yeah. I created a team called Sigma Esports, and uh, we created a COD team. So we ended up picking up – we had uh, Huddle, we had Slacked, we had Liar, and we had Pluto initially to start. Uh, yeah. By the time we finished that, we ended up having uh, Slosher – we had Slacked, it's Facento, and we had Spacely. And we ended up qualifying for COD Champs in 2013. Wow. So, um, you know, coming into a scene, being a, a woman org owner was really unheard of then. So, yeah. you know, being able to become like an overnight kind of success thing was huge. However, there wasn't a lot of money in it then. You know, you already had mm. OpTic doing their thing. Phase was just starting to blow up. So it was really hard to keep up with it because people don't realize like COD championships is huge, but there's a million tournaments. Like there's literally one every other week. (laughs) So, so, you know, you've got to fly your, your manager out there. You got to fly your team out there. You got to fly your backup people out there in case something happens. So it's an expensive process. And it got to a point where I had uh, become a mom and I was going through some stuff where I also lost my mom. So I just, I didn't have a lot of time to devote to it anymore. So I ended up, Finding the team a good home. And it's awesome because I get to see these guys still. um, They're on OpTic now. A lot of them are on OpTic. Some of them went back to EU United. Um, Some of them now are in UIU because they've got a CUD team. I believe Spacely's making his own team. So it's just really great to still see these guys still playing. Um, Slacked is on Luminosity now. So I believe he's the team captain. So, you know, that was my life for a while until I found uh, the FGC. (laughs) Yeah. I can honestly tell you that this community is full of so much love. Of course, every community has its own little bubbles where you just kind of like, eh, toxic, growth. <laughs> just stay in your little bubble with your negativity over there. Um, and that's yeah. every community. But this is the community that I really, really feel the most at home in. Because everyone, it's not like, literally, like I was saying before, you can walk up to any of these known pros and you're on a first-name basis with these people. You see them at events. They actually go out of their way to say hello to you. They'll play with yeah. anyone. You don't get that in any other scene. You can't tell me you're going to go to Overwatch League or you're going to go to COD or even StarCraft and want to sit down with people like Faker or um, who else is big now? Pretty much any of those teams. You can't really go there to any of their events and be like, hey, man, you want to you play? And they're going to be like,
0: "Right." Who are, who are you and Why talk you, to my manager right? Why Are you talking
1: to me how did you even get this back isn't a here? scheduled
0: scrim <laughs>
1: right so <laughs> you know it's just the the fgc has so much love and yeah definitely when we you know get into to talk about like evo and stuff like that oh my gosh there's some some moments that this evo provided that i can honestly tell you like i i don't cry a lot but I had some tears yeah. at this Evo and they were all good tears yeah. they were all very good tears um, But yeah so I mean I I try to play Dragon Ball. I try to play MK um, I'm yeah. a lot better at MK than I'm at Dragon Ball just because there's a lot of buttons. there's a lot of science behind that game.
0: Um, oh yeah no joke
1: <laughs> So no joke uh, about that. I'm gonna give you some tech though about Dragon Ball okay. It does oh, not. Oh, hit me! It, it doesn't matter who you run on point, so long as you have Kid Boo and GT Goku. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you literally there you have it. You literally there you have it, it <laughs> you,
0: There you got it, Bakango.
1: Now, if you want to win <laughs> Evo, just put Bardock in there. and You get.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great! See, so see, the, tier, the that, tier list is real. That's
1: the tier list is real. Um, now, of course, it, they've got Janimba. People are trying to log, you know, lab that guy. And I'm just like, Janimba looks like a much more fancier cell with his little <laughs> sword and all the memes now. Of, like, if with lo-fi, and he's got that little sound bar that goes across. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's... So quick...
0: <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep, keep going. Oh, no, keep it's going. Right. Sorry. no, the
1: tier list is real. People don't believe it, but it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally only quick, two pictures.
0: Quickly. Two characters. <laughs> You're right. You're actually right. You're so right about that. Yeah. Uh, before we hit our break, sure. you talked a little bit about kind of being <clears throat> a, a woman owner in the the eSports space yes. way before it was a thing where we see kind of this plethora of different kinds of teams and, and these different um, organizations. What, how did the scene kind of take to you in that respect? Because I know PMS was in that space around that time. Frag Dolls was a thing around that mm. time. What what, how did how did the the scene kind of take to you as being an owner in that space too? Did you have a lot of conflict with with folks in that space,
1: you know, it was unheard of? Um, When I did it, it was unheard of there were not a lot of women that were doing that Um, And if they were it was very online community related So Mm -hmm. there was not a pro team owner out there. That was a female so Mm. You know, you see stuff nowadays where you know All you have to do is get into a Twitch channel and have a a female on stream and read the comment section and you can see the stuff that's being said. So Mm -hmm. for me in that space, you know, my players had respect for me. There was no problem there. But when you would put stuff out there and, you know, at first people were like, oh, that's a dude that's a literal dude. (laughs) That name is a dude name. And so, you know, you'd end up in pictures and, you know, you'd be able to post a picture and you can see like, you know, where the person is. And literally, I remember that there were comments that came out where they thought that, you know, my boyfriend at the time and our two friends thought that one of them was the owner.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you're kind of like, you know, I'm never a person that wants to like seek like some type of gratification or whatever. But yeah. when you see that, it's like, so you assume that because it's in a sports, you know, an esports setting with a team that one of these guys is the owner. Mm. <laughs> whereas it's actually the little mm-hmm. short girl over here in the corner. That is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it, it was very weird. Is um, you have to have a tough skin. You really, truly do. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, else had Ubisoft supporting them which was great um, they had a really really good platform I actually knew quite a few of them because they mostly all of them came through PMS um, mm-hmm. uh, Amber and uh, yep Amber was uh, the Valkyrie twins um, Pandora and all them they all came from PMS clan and they started PMS clan so mm-hmm. you know if you had the support and you're out there it was great. But if you're a standalone girl on your own, you're literally out there on your own. So it got really hard sometimes. Like, you had to learn to have really tough skin because otherwise you would break and you would be able to do it. And there were some days that I knew that I had to post stuff. I knew that I had to plan things. And there were times that, like, I just couldn't because you would mm-hmm. get people saying, oh, well, you know, she's ugly or... She's that's probably not really her. She's probably fat or something. It's like there's nothing Mm. wrong with any of those things. But you're generalizing, you know, a female gamer and assuming that we're not qualified to do this. So uh, there were some times when I was like, you know, this isn't worth it. Like having people bang on you constantly. It's not worth it (laughs) at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah
0: well i'm happy that you did you continue to, to have stuck it out and yes. you have planted your flag yeah in multiple Ooh. ways that that gives me massive amounts of hope for not only what you're doing now but in the future and for the future of having more women in the space so sure. um we're going to talk more about that specifically mm-hmm. once we come back from the break and i'm going to ask you about what made you cry at evo so uh <laughs> everybody at home take a minute we're going to take a quick break Shout out to everybody in Twitch land. Shout out to everybody in podcast land. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is the Spawn on Me podcast. I'm your host Khalif Adams. I'm rocking again with Steph from the CGL. We talked a little bit about Evo before the break. Uh, I know that you were there. You were working. You were working the show. You were also a participant, hanging out, watching everybody get their, get their games on and in. You know, you talked about a little bit about, you know, how some of these um, gaming competitions and some of these, uh, especially FGC events can be a little bit emotional. And you talked about, you know, how you had some happy tears during this past Evo. Yeah. What was the what was the thing that kind of brought those emotions about? Was it, was it something very specific?
1: So uh, during finals on Sunday, um, Tekken is by far my favorite game in the FGC to watch. Because the mm. matches are hype, the audience is hype, and when I tell you that there was barely an open seat in that stadium, I mean, everybody was there to watch Tekken. Huh. The moment that got me the most, and um, people may have seen the picture going around on Twitter. Xani um, mm. actually took an amazing picture of this. Um, Arson ended up winning. Um, and Arsene is a player from Pakistan and people don't realize it, but Pakistan has some Tekken killers. Like there are people over there in that country that are playing Tekken away that the rest of the world is not playing. And they, everyone is asleep on this. There are special techniques that these guys have. And Arsene showed the world that, Um, he went to Evo Japan and he won Evo Japan. He came here and won Evo. So he's literally the best Tekken player in the world right now. And well deserved. Huh. So when he won, you know, obviously they zoom in on the face of the player, and you can just see all the emotion when people win because they've fought through hundreds and hundreds of people to get to that stage, to lay it all on that stage to win, or at least try to. And when I tell you the moment this man went down and, and prayed on the stage, I cry. It makes me want to cry now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's. Uh, and he literally <laughs> i can tell you when he got down and he was in, praying on that stage everyone in the audience was shouting to him you deserve it you deserve this mm. and it was especially with the, everything that's going on in the world right now to see our mm. community embrace someone like that and embrace his culture and everything else and to see him down there on his knees was the most touching, heartfelt moment in the world, and I'm pretty sure that that picture will live on for our community for years and years to come. Mm. By far, one of Man, the most touching you... moments.
0: That just almost made me cry. Jesus, <laughs> I'll have
1: Jeez. to find the picture. I... I'll, I'll send it to you. I, it, <sighs> it's. <sighs> I've
0: seen. I've seen it online. Yeah. I've seen it so many places, and it just. I remember. Like I was, I was um, kind of coming back from the store and trying to catch up on everything. And I remember seeing like, maybe it was a couple of days after that. uh, I heard, I heard that he won and I was super excited that he won because I've I've watched this stuff before and he's super dope. But uh, I remember then seeing the picture afterward and just being like, I don't see moments like this happen often in, in the gaming sphere at all, because, you know, there is this really weird taboo where the gaming industry and especially gamers of, of multiple stripes are like, you're not really supposed to show kind of the same emo- same emotions that we see in kind of everyday life. Like right. you're not supposed to cry. You're right. not supposed to pray. You're not supposed to, you know, showcase this uh, non version of bravado. And this really like humbling moment was really dope to see. Oh, yeah. I-, I feel like those things happen often that we just don't see them because they're not on stream. Do you see, like, more of that stuff happening in space, too?
1: There are. um, I mean, there's definitely. And, I mean, it's a flip side, too, because you get those really sweet moments. You do. And Mm -hmm. you see them. You see people have their pop-offs. You see people get there. And, I mean, they have a crowd around them that are rooting for them. And me, personally, as a person, if I'm sitting there and I've got a million people sitting behind me, videoing me cheering for me being happy that i did something i'd be like i'm gonna need y'all to like five feet i can't you're in my bubble i need my bubble so i can play but you know people are are just gathered around and there's so much energy there Mm. now on the flip side um i ran uh eight pools of mortal kombat at evo Eight. Yeah. Um, and I only took a break from it as I had some other things going on, which I, I can talk to you a little bit about a little bit later. Um, so I ran uh, the quarterfinals and the semifinals. Out of semifinals determined our top eight from hmm. K. So I got to watch a lot of my friends that I've built relationships with from going to all the different events and working um, with Console Gaming League and having a lot of them come through. I got to see a lot of my friends in my pools playing and make it out of pools and then the heartbreak that they would feel and the emotion that Mm. they would feel when they would lose. And I knew that out of the people that uh, myself and uh, Molly had, uh, she goes by Joy, fantastic girl, by the way, two girls ran your your semifinals for MK and helped. (laughs) you know leads your top eight to the stage which is huge Badass, (laughs) which is definitely badass um and i definitely hope to work with her again in the future so shout out to joy awesome Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean i'm sitting there and i'm watching my friends have to play each other and know that one of them is not going to be on that stage knowing how much Mm. it cost them how hard they've worked and knowing that at the end of this match I have to unfortunately move one of them on and send the other one home. So, watching a lot of them go and not make it to top eight, and then watching the emotional blow that they felt, it hurt my heart. So, I'm like half happy and half sad because I'm like, can we just let them all play? But that's not (laughs) how it works, you know? So,. It was hard because I'm super excited and super happy and it was the most like Emotionally imbalanced moment of my life because I had to watch that and Mm. That's why when people want to say like, oh, it's just video games It's you're just playing a game people don't understand how much of our lives in our heart in our soul that is poured into being the best or trying Mm. to be the best so I have so much respect for every single person Whether they make it out of pools, whether they are making top 8s, or they're Sonic Fox, who is just literally the Neo of fighting games, and just sees the code and is immediately good at it. Like, what he does with games is insane. Literally insane. Mm. Mm. But people don't get that. Every single person, no matter your skill level, we are pouring every bit of ourselves into this game. Because it's more than just a game to us. It's something we love, and we live that. Um I mean, fighting game community, I find myself driving down the street and I'm stuck in traffic and I'm like talking to them like, yeah, I just got bodied by traffic. I'm just going to be here forever. Or, (laughs) you know, you you go, you order some food from Uber Eats and it shows up and it's wrong. You're like, I just got mixed.
0: (laughs) Uh, Isn't it it dope how that, how the vernacular and the the nomenclature of all of the gaming stuff that we kind of incorporate has really incorporated itself into our like total lives. Like I say stuff all the time that's gaming related. People, that people are just like, "What does that mean?" And right. I'm like, "Oh, you're not, you're not in that grouping of people." Like,
1: right? Because I mean, where did we go? We we went out to a Korean barbecue at Evo. And it was amazing. Mm. The food was great. And we're sitting here like, yeah, man, that's so OD. That's good, boy. And then the people are looking around like, oh, what's
2: OD?
1: Like, OD like overdose? Or like, you don't understand. You don't understand. It's an FGC thing. You don't understand. And, mm. I mean, it's people don't get it. Like, we start saying this stuff in real life <laughs> because we live mm-hmm. it. And it's, it's more than just a community. We're like this little dysfunctional family that sits around and we play video games. But mm-hmm. I love it, and it, it's very close to my heart now. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's an emotional roller coaster. Every event, yeah. every event's an emotional roller coaster, and uh, That's... It, it's great. It, working these events and being able to watch people play through pools. Why is the dog deciding it wants to talk now? We've been doing so good. It's, it's all good. Is, it's all good. It's the pupper.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, but yeah, basically, you know, there's. There's, like, a local going on in my house right now. Did I tell you that? There's a local going on in my (laughs) house right now. (laughs) That's kind of great. It's great, but it's, like, of all nights, guys. Um, But, yeah, no, they're uh, they're actually downstairs playing Street Fighter, MK, and Dragon Ball. I dig it. Yeah, so um, I may go downstairs and, like, they they don't want the smoke. I'm really not, (laughs) not. I'm actually not that bad. I'm not as good as, like, Infinity. Infinity, hands down, best female MK player in the world there I said it I put it on I put it on let it be known let it it's, be it's known. known now it's it, is, known. it is in the world I spoke it into the world um but yeah no it's man these games are just they're crazy <laughs> they're literally crazy
2: yeah.
0: I kind of want to ask you about that actually because I, I, I always find stuff like that to be really intriguing right mm-hmm. so I anytime I see women on any stream any fighting game stream I'm like who is this who are they playing right and I'm automatically rooting for them. Like, I want to see them body people right. all the time. Um, I talked about it on the other show where I was talking about, I think her name is Cherise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's from France Yes, and she was super dope. She had like a crazy Jade that she was bodying people with. Yes. Who are the folks right now that if you were to say I, you tell me who the women that I should be looking out for who are up and comers who I should be paying attention to. And then I, am a huge, I mean, I'm a huge proponent of underdogs, right? Mm -hmm. i love to see underdogs bust, bust people's behinds who are some up and comers that we should be checking for who are like right on the periphery of kind of making that turn, uh, to being in that kind of upper echelon of, of fighting game community players.
1: Uh, now, I mean, are you just talking about everyone as a whole or are you talking about just women in general or
0: women and women in general? Oh, wow. Like I, I I'm gonna talk about women in general at first sure. and then I'm gonna see if you can give me somebody in the MK scene Besides the the woman that you just talked about.
1: Oh for sure. Um, so outside of infinity uh, You've got Lumia uh, Lumia has mm. been in the scene for a, a while um, She actually runs Babality um, Every Tuesday night, yes. which is crazy good um Mm -hmm. so while they call it a a king of the hill we all know it's a queen of the hill (laughs) and uh, she's been doing that for a long time uh and she also has a really good uh shao Kahn that she plays although she is the biggest melina stan i know of and that's fine it's totally (laughs) fine to be a melina stan
0: it's fine you need melina stans out in the world (laughs) you need
1: them because girlfriend needs some hope (laughs) But, um, yeah, so you've got, you know, you've got Lumia, you've got Charisse, who, by the way, not only is she a fantastic player, this girl has dance moves and style that I, you can't just have that. It's specific to her. She (laughs) is like a a beautiful unicorn that just rolls into events and she's just doing her little moves and all her stuff and then she's jading Mm. everybody. And it's great and she's just so fit. And I love her accent. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm. And uh, so, you know, you've got those. Then you've got uh, a lot of the other sirens. So you've got China. China's fantastic. She's got great. She plays on stick, actually. Uh, A lot of people Mm. don't realize about, like, MK is mostly a pad game. So if you see somebody playing stick on it, you're just kind of like, whoa. (laughs) What is -hmm. that? But, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're good. I mean, Bio plays on on stick, too. So uh, Katana Prime, he plays on stick. Um, Yeah. So, you've got China, then you've got Romanova, who is just killing it. I mean, she's not only playing MK, she's not only doing some dope cosplays for both MK and Street Fighter, she's an amazing commentator. And Mm. she commentated uh, Dragon Ball at EVO. So. Oh,
0: that's dope. I missed that. Oh, uh, okay. You've
1: got to, if you can find the video of it, she has, she uh, just changed her hair color back to like this auburn red. Which is like by far one of my favorite colors that she's done, and she had this long Auburn hair going, and she literally was Android twenty one in her human form, up there commentating, and I was like, yes sis, <laughs> yes, <laughs> just the I whole time. Um, you know, so you've got her, and then there's a lot of unknown girls. So uh, you've got players out there like Kitten who goes by what Neutral. Um, she's absolutely amazing. You've got. Um, Losty girl, who's really big in the EU, she does uh, streams, she's got YouTube content, she has a very good Sonya. Um, so there's a ton of women out there that are mm. fantastic. And of course, we have SMG Princess, who is probably one of the most well-known content creators in the NRS scene. And she is just the biggest sweetheart, and I love her to death. She's got a sailor Moon purse and I was like, we are did we just become best friends because this is how we become best friends. <laughs> um, so I mean she's she's super awesome uh, and then you've got Minnoushka, you've got uh, Uranus as well. All of these girls uh, I'm, I've, I'm fortunate enough to be in the Bay Valley chat with a lot of these women and there's so many of them. That come through mm. and there's so many I wish I could literally name all of them. So I'm, I'm super sorry if I left anyone off girls I'm, so sorry. I love all of you. You know this um, But there there's a lot of women There's a lot of women out there and a lot of them are, are playing online and they are good and they will mop you The downside mm. though is that a lot of them can't come to these events because of either financial reasons Or because they've had an experience at an event that may, no longer makes them feel comfortable
0: yeah i remember seeing some of the scuttlebutt after evo this year mm. that talked a little bit about that too and i was super disappointed in the fact that that happened after such a wonderful event do you hear kind of in the ether you know stuff like this is a kind of rare occurrence or is this a thing that we've seen more kind of spike in or does it does it have like ebbs and flows where we'll hear kind of stories like this or
2: uh.
0: you know what would have been some of the, the stories you've heard
1: This particular incident at EVO, I would have to say, is a very larger scale, uh, is a much larger scale incident uh, because it didn't involve Hmm. just one or two people. It involved several people um, and it even involved one guy. So it wasn't only women um, that had these drinks that were dosed. So um, that event in itself You know, you go to an after party because it's the last time you get to see everyone you want to celebrate there Of course people are drinking whatever. That's what after hours is for it's fine Mm -hmm. But to know that you're in a space within the FGC and that there's someone or some people Whose intent Mm -hmm. is to do harm to others in a way that they intended with what they did Yeah makes it so that people don't want to go to after parties anymore. Um, I personally Mm. didn't go for that particular reason um, where I've been to after party events before and things like that have happened and I'm just like you know what if you want to see me I'm over here <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. say bye. <laughs> um, but for the most part you know I I didn't go and part of me I'm conflicted because I wish I'd gone because a lot of these girls I am friends with um, the one male friend that went there I'm friends with him as well and just to know that they were there They were trying to have a good time. They were trusting of people because the FGC is like a family. And someone betrayed the trust of our community sickens me and makes me angry. Um, And the thing about these situations is it's it's a slippery slope because these types of occurrences happen at events. You just don't hear about them because they usually don't involve Mm -hmm. as many people. But it is a very common occurrence for women and by women I'm saying all women not just biological women I'm talking anyone that identifies as a woman There are Mm. things that you will experience at these events and a lot of them don't speak up And the reason that they don't is because the moment somebody comes out and says something If the person who did this is a top player or someone well-known in the community you mm. are immediately shut down. You're told that you're a clout chaser. You're told that you're making it up, that there's no way that this person would do that because they're mm. on this pedestal where they can do no wrong and that you're just lying or whatever the case. So when you have something traumatic like a, a sexual assault or some type of, of harassment that occurs, mm. it's already a very damaging Experience and then to reach out to your community that has shown you so much love and support all the way through, and have so many people turn their back on you and shun you and in, in a way bully you, and devalue yeah. your experience—it just makes the the wound hurt more. It makes it a lot deeper, and that's why you also see a lot of women withdrawing from competing on uh, on a stage or going to these events um, and. I can tell you as a TO mm-hmm. and it, it pisses me off and I'm going to be a hundred percent real with you. There is totally l- the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing with Valkyries and why it exists and why we've have groups like combo Queens that exists and teams like Babality and the sirens that exist is because there is no reason why I need to ask a girl who is in my pools. And if she's, Peg to go on stream if I need to ask her if she's comfortable, I should not Mm. have to ask a woman if she is comfortable going on stream and As a community I feel we need to do better to Mm. Be decent human beings and stop people from being nasty to one another It doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're a male or female It doesn't matter what you're doing. We're all people trying to do one thing, which is have fun playing some games and we need to stop with this social justice warrior labels, the white knight labeling. It doesn't matter. You don't bully someone mm. for standing up for somebody. And you don't pick on someone because of how they look. All we're here to do on stream is watch some good ass Tekken. We're here to watch some good games. And that's it. Mm. You don't need to comment on how the person looks, what they probably smell like, what they, nothing. You don't, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. If, you, if that's what you're here for, get out, get out of the chat, take it over there. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to see it. Just be quiet. Watch the stream and, and learn something. Um, yeah, but uh,
0: I guess I, I guess the question I have for you and thank you for sharing that because yeah. that's that's important for not only our community to, to hear reinforced, reinforced, but to, to also know that hopefully anyone else who listens to the show will hear those powerful words because it's important. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the question I have about that is, are, are dudes having conversations in those spaces that you've been privy to that talks about being better, like kind of, kind of making sure that the space is more welcoming to, to women, to, to LGBTQ folks. Like I remember, um, uh, Ricky Ortiz in the, in the initial, um, uh, parts when she was in the the FTC and I remember it's like, like everyone was super welcoming to to Ricky and Ricky has always been a part of that space. Mm -hmm. Uh, are people talking about, you know, those cultural aspects of like, we need to be treating not only each other better, but we need to be making sure that we're taking care of folks who have usually been the ones who have been preyed upon the most.
1: Yeah, I mean, those conversations are happening in their own private little communities Um, because even though the FGC is a community of its own, there's pockets. Every game's got its own little sub-community, and then there's different little groups of friends and things like that that have their stuff. So, you know, those are always conversations that exist. Um, A lot of people don't realize, and it was very controversial for some weird reason. I don't know why, but, you know, it happened, which is unfortunate, but we had the first women of the FGC panel at EVO.
0: Yes, I heard it was really, really good, yes. too.
1: So, uh, Ricky was actually a part of that. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize, but she's got a BBC documentary out that shows huh. her whole process through not just becoming a fantastic top-tier Street Fighter player, but it she also details her process of transitioning and the support that she had, which is Mm. amazing. And I urge people to watch that because it will teach you that you should be supporting everyone beside you, no matter what they believe, no matter what they choose to be. We're all here for the same thing. And it was just super, super heartwarming to watch that and then see that we were able to put this panel together and, It's sad because me personally, if I see somebody say something nasty, I'm the first person that's going to be like, why you got to go and be a jerk? (laughs) Why you got to come here with all this hate? There's no reason for it. Um, Right. But the downside is, though, is, you know, people will speak up and say things like that because they want one thing and one thing only. They want attention. Mm. They don't care what kind of attention it is, but they need someone's attention. They need someone to validate their argument and they want to argue with someone else. And reality is just don't respond. Don't if you see somebody hating on it, just be like, cool, nice opinion and just move on because people want to argue. And when you argue and you you try to, two people are trying to make people see a view. And the point of the matter at the end of the day is that there's always going to be people that don't agree with something, but that percentage of people is so small and compared to the vast, size of the fgc so realistically those people that want to hate on the women's stuff and all of the different initiatives to show equality for everybody they can go sit in their little corner over on the side and be irrelevant over there <coughs> because there's a, for every one person that wants to be a hater there's a hundred people <laughs> who are not and it yeah. so, you know, I, I you know, just they need to understand that they don't matter. Yeah, they don't.
0: Before we shift gears to, <laughs> sure. to talking about Valkyrie specifically, yeah. and you can answer this question or not, or not answer this question. But it's the thing I'm curious about sure. was um, infiltration was at the was at Evo this year, yeah. and there's been some controversy about his past, about some spousal abuse and things like that. And again, you, you totally don't have to answer this question at all, mm-hmm. but Um, Was there any reaction to him winning after all that history being um, in the space? Like, were people not really excited about the fact that he was there or like not really hyped the fact that he won? Because I saw the reaction online and people in my circles were just like, oh, why is he even there? Um, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just curious if you have any anecdotal like anything that you've remembered or you know
1: stuff. So Sam show was a game that I really wanted to watch but I didn't really get to see a lot of it because I was still running fools um, When people found out that he was going to evo, obviously there was a huge blow-up about it and I understand mm. I, I understand why um, and you know domestic violence is something that's very near and dear to my heart for personal reasons um, mm-hmm. so I understand the conflict there um, however he did come he did win. there were some people that were happy about it and still celebrated that this was a person that was winning and a lot of those people that did that are people that were not privy to the details of that situation um, Got it. which we all avoid discussing that and talking about the details literally like it's glitter from an art project you do not want that I, cancer <laughs> So you just don't even, you put it in a box and you put it on a shelf and you're like, yep, that happened. Reasonable. Um, Yeah. So yeah, the, the online response to it was very negative and you know, I'm kind of conflicted because here's someone who traveled halfway across the world to come here to compete in our scene, but it's a very difficult slope because it's hard when there are real life Issues and legal stuff that comes up and then there's the FGC mm. and a lot of times you can't really there's nothing you can do to blend those two together really because it just becomes a big nightmare um, mm. the one thing that I did see online that kind of triggered me a lot was there was someone who said that they are not surprised that the situation that happened at the Red Bull after party occurred when Evo allowed infiltration to come to Evo and they supported mm. him and, and they gave him attention for winning. Hmm. I strongly disagree with that because I do not believe, and you, and literally this is like the whole, well, mass shootings happen because of video games type argument. You can't draw this conclusion. Right. A person coming to an event who is accused of domestic violence, so that's the key word here, domestic violence, is not going to inspire someone to be rapey and drug people and commit sexual assault. The, the connection doesn't exist, and people need to stop drawing that conclusion because that is not at all why what happened at the after-party happened. It's not because infiltration came and Evo supported someone who was accused of that. And mm. that's just a situation in itself where the man won, good for him, and let's mm-hmm. just keep it moving.
0: <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. Um, let's shift gears. Sure. Let's get. Let's move from not so heavy topics to actual really fun and good things that's happening for the world and for the FGC. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to talk about Valkyrie. So that was one of the reasons that I first came across you and your work was I was looking for MK info. Mm -hmm. I was like looking up something. And I saw that you, I saw this like blurb that was like all women participants. There's there's going to be a a contest and there's going to be a competition. It's going to have nothing but women in it. And that was the first thing I was like, yo, what is this? Who is doing this thing? How can I reach out to them and have them on the show? Because this is dope. And this is the thing that I want to talk to them about. And I found you and now you're on the show. Yes. So <laughs> thank you, Twitter, for being dope. Um, give the folks at home a little bit of information about Valkyries and what, and what you're hoping to accomplish with this competition.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, so pretty much. Uh, online, on Twitter, uh, most of the people also in the scene know me by text. Um, I did used to have green hair. It's now purple, although it looks clearly brown right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because cameras. Um, So I joined uh, Console Gaming League back in May. And I remember when I was watching E-League and a lot of my friends play in E-League. And I remember seeing in the Bay Valley chat like when China would be on E-League or Charisse was on E-League or Infinity or Lumia. And I'm like, cool. And then I start looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. There's only one girl like every week maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of like, this is a token female situation. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love E-League. I think what they do is fantastic. But I wanted to do something like that, but with all women. So I went to my boss and I'm like, hey, let's do an all women event. Just all women. If you identify as a woman, whatever, just be a woman. Let's come play some games. And I said, but I want to do more than that. I want to inspire a girl to give a major a chance again. I want them to have the means and the ability to go to a major of their choice mind you because that's our grand prize mm. you pick what you want to go to
0: oh that's dope and, and we'll take
1: care of everything so he's like let's do it what do you want to do and i said well let's throw some tournaments let's throw, throw some all women tournaments online is yes, I, I just want to set the disclaimer it's a lot of people have I've said some stuff and I'm like, oh, man, you misconstrued my whole point. So I'm going I'm to go on the record <laughs> and say these are tournaments that are online for a purpose to help build up women, to make them feel more comfortable playing the game that they have interest in, play with other women, get that exposure, and hopefully build their confidence to play offline events. I do not, under any circumstances, believe that offline events need to be separated by gender. It doesn't matter. Gamers are right. gamers, period. In offline setting, this is literally a stepping stone to help draw back in a lot of women that have felt pushed out by the community or felt that they had to step away because of a lot of the personal experiences that they've had. So, we put together uh, CGL Valkyries, literally in like five minutes. <laughs> it was just <laughs> boom, let's do it. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, and I'm like, all right, well. How do we impact somebody's life so much more than just a tournament? So I went out, and I'm like, mm, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And I'm on my Twitter. I'm like, ah, scrolling through, scrolling through. And, you know, I follow a lot of different girls uh, on Twitter, and I'm just seeing different things that they're posting about. And uh, you're seeing different comments that they have, and, and some of them looking to, to start streams or wanting to know how to content create or you know, different girls that are showing up in their events and they're like, yeah, this is the first time I've run an event or I'll get a comment where they ask me or they'll DM me saying, you know, how did you get into TOing? Like, what would you recommend I do? And I'm like, wait a minute. There's a whole like other community within a community of women who want to be more involved, but they don't know how. Hmm so let's give them the how so cgl valkyries literally started as a tournament for women mind you it's produced commentated and done by women
0: oh this is going to be so fire
1: so uh, we've got all of that going on and uh it's now a platform where women can come to not only learn to be competitors and level up they can also uh come to learn how to be commentators and get, you know, a place to build their reel and learn. If they want to learn about streaming, content creation, there's girls that they can partner with and we can help them build their stream and help them build their content and show them how to do it. And if you want to learn the business side of things, running a tournament, how Smash GG works, how to network and work these events, you can come and be shown that. So... We started with the FGC because that's the community that I'm closest with. Mm -hmm. And then we said, well, it shouldn't just be for the FGC. We've got Overwatch. We've got Apex. We've got Fortnite. We've got Call of Duty. We've got StarCraft. You've got all these games. You've got speedrunners out there who are
2: women. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's just make an esports platform for all women across all games who want to come, meet some other ladies, kick some ass at games, and learn together. And that's what it is now. (laughs) It literally started as an idea, and it blew up into this big thing. And I remember saying, like, I don't think I can do this alone. Hmm. And now I have an amazing staff of women who have very different backgrounds and come from different communities as well. And we're like, what happens if something happens online or offline to one of the girls? So the main initiative now that I'm trying to build is to know that if you go to an event, be it a convention for anime or comics, if you go to a gaming event, whether or not it's one of our majors or if it's for another game, That if there is a woman walking around there, that you will know that that person is associated with Valkyries. And if something happens, you have a sister-in-arms that will be there to help you. Be it with a room, making sure if something happens or if you're not feeling well or getting lost, that there is someone there that you can reach out to that will help you. Which is huge.
0: (laughs) That's huge. (laughs) That is so big. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, we're fortunate enough that we also have um, crisis counselors as well. So if something unfortunately happens, be it if it's a mental health thing where you're not feeling your greatest and you're not in a good place, Mm. or if something happens, that you have a safe space that you can come to free of judgment to talk with someone one-on-one that will get you in touch with local resources that can get you help. Because these events that people experience both online and off, I mean prime example look at what happened with Etika. very very sad experience of how a community and a mental health system failed an individual Mm -hmm. How it can impact someone's life and I If I feel I can make a difference somehow I'm going to try and I'm not going to have anybody tell me I can't Because I refuse to sign into any of my social media accounts and see that someone I know or another female that I just met has hurt herself because someone hurt her or has done something far worse and we could have made a difference if she just felt like she had a safe space to come to. So Mm. trying to create that with CGL Valkyries and it's slowly growing over time. Um, But our goal is to make sure that every woman everywhere has a space to come to in their time of need. And know that they can also enjoy their passion and have people helping them level up together
2: to mm. build it.
0: And, and what's been the, the initial reaction to... Everything that's kind of coming together or or when women are like (laughs) when women are getting into that first First space to be like, is this I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah Why didn't someone tell me this was a thing
1: literally so some of them are like, oh my gosh, this is so cool How do I so literally that's been in the majority of the reaction is this sounds really cool. Oh my gosh Thank you so much for Making something for us and giving these opportunities and it's kind of like I'm not even like they inspire me literally watching the passion from each and every single person that I meet inspires me to do the stuff that I do. So to me, you know, if I can make it easier for even just one person, it means that I've done something right in my life. And on the flip side, there have been a lot of people that have said, well, you're just trying to segregate the FGC. It shouldn't be. And I'm like, we're not trying to segregate it. We're you, You don't understand because you're not the person experiencing this you have no idea what it feels like to be judged based on your appearance and have that speak for your volume of if you can compete or not um Mm. for example uh kayane by far the an astounding soul caliber player somebody told Mm -hmm. her that it didn't matter how good she was until a woman makes it in top eight it doesn't matter So, first off, fuck that person. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever you are, you suck. You're a terrible human being. Um, She mopped so many people and made it to top eight and posted it and literally was like, now what? Mm. So, I give her so much props because she is a really good player. So is Cuddlecore. She's fantastic as well. And they do not take anybody's crap at all so you know to see that it's great and then the downside too is you'll believe that there's a couple women out there who are like why are you doing that Mm. and the fact that there are women out there who are not supportive of other women blows my mind (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) blows my mind but you know what it's fine you're more than welcome to have an opinion If you don't support what we're doing, if you don't believe in what we're doing, that's fine. You don't have to come. I'm not telling you in order to be in the community, you have to be a Valkyrie. You don't. Right. You literally don't. And whatever endeavor you want to be on, guess what, sis? I'll support you. Even though you don't support me, I'm still going to support you. Because at the end of the day, we all need to be here to lean on one another and lift each other up, period.
0: Yeah stuff (laughs) that 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 is that is the perfect place to end this particular show Mm. this episode i am so so happy that we got a chance to meet i'm so happy that you are taking on all this wonderful stuff and i am so excited to see how far everything goes because the conversations i have with all my all my women friends about like having places to feel like you can just not think about dudes fucking it up
1: yeah is all up in your is, face is, a,
0: is amazing and it's it makes me really excited to to see just how far everything is everything is going to go oh, yeah. um i know that you have an mk tournament that's coming up fairly soon
1: yes so outside of um that uh well actually both of them so uh, we currently have a valkyries partnership tournament going on right now uh it started on mm. tuesday when it launched we are partnering with Baybality uh the it will be every monday for the month of august so our next one is coming up on the 12th which is a really cool dope teams event where it's going to be ladies versus ladies in a team setting um, ooh nice so that's coming up uh and then that following monday will be a qualifier so the first two weeks we're going to get 8 women they're going to qualify for the the invitational this qualifier that's coming up next uh not this coming monday but the following we'll get another eight women. So we'll have 16 women vying for that one spot to get a fully sponsored trip to any major of their choice. Oh, that's going to be fire. Now I I can't give away everything, but you guys are definitely going to want to watch this invitational because I'm, I got some super dope news to announce at the end of it. And it's going to change the FGC for women. (laughs) So please, please keep your eye on that. Um, but yes, so uh, on top of uh, leading Valkyries, I'm also the FGC League for console gaming league. So we did mm. console uh, combat league, the first one, uh, where we sent two players uh, from Xbox and PlayStation, because believe it or not, Xbox has some killers over there. That is a they co- do. Bane. That community needs a lot of love, and I'm all for giving them that platform. Uh, they, you know, we sent two to Evo. So starting September 1st we are doing combat, uh, Console Combat League 2. Although this is 4, so mm. 2. <laughs> and uh, I am happy to announce that it is currently, and probably will be for a minute, the largest Mortal Kombat online prize pool that has ever existed. It is... What? T- yes. Are you ready to know the amount? Am I blowing your me, mind? Tell me, tell me, I'm ready. $20,000.
0: Yo!
2: What? Yes.
1: 10,000 for Xbox, 10,000 for PlayStation. And it's. Whoa. And we're partnering with uh, Mortal Kombat Online. We've got SKO, which is run by Scar, Kevo, and Ominous. We've got Thalion from MK Reddit, who's doing something. We've got Perfect Legend, Mr. Aquaman, Too Easy, Aspire Esports, so many more that we're partnering with, where you can literally earn points throughout the entire. Uh, Process And then in December, we will have uh, 32 from each platform. And they're going to be battling it out for the top eight spot. And we will pay out. The eighth place spot gets $500. All I'm going to say is people that went to Evo that placed in seventh and eighth didn't even make that. And all you have to do is show up online. You can play from your couch. You can go to McDonald's Wi-Fi, whatever you want to play on. You can win some (laughs) serious money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some serious money.
0: <laughs> Please don't get a McDonald's Wi-Fi. Please cause don't. Those are the people I do not want to play. Right. I hate playing y'all, which is bad Wi-Fi yeah. anyway.
1: Just get an extender and get a little land cable. But there's some <laughs> major news around this. And a lot of people don't know.
0: Oh, this is good. Okay. So
1: All right. while I was at Evo, I met with netherum Studios.
0: <gasps> oh, okay.
1: So... They are not only 100% behind and supportive of Valkyries and what we're doing. So our events that we're doing for MK on Valkyries is hosted on NetherRealm's stream on their Twitch. And they are in our Twitter answering questions and feedback from the community each night we do it. They are also supporting console gaming leagues, console combat too. Wow. Yes. So there will be giveaways, there'll be special things and it'll all be on Netherrealm stream as well. So when I tell you that there are big things happening for Valkyries and Console Gaming League, it's 100% legit.
0: <laughs> That's so dope. Mm-hmm. I'm I I mean, and I say this from the bottom of my MK heart. Mm-hmm. Like this is a thing that I have hoped for for a long time, because I'm, I'm, I am, I am, I as a person who is a console warrior, mm-hmm. trying to figure out ways to get better and to lab up and to find people to play and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I'm always thinking about, you know, having and having those experiences that offline folks have online. Right and being able to feel like I'm competing for something bigger than just like bragging rights. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's fantastic to see that you are getting the support from Nether realm and, and all these other folks in the space and oh, yeah. kicking so much ass yes. uh, rocking this bad boy out. So mm-hmm. I, I have to say like, let people know, um, where they can find you. Yes. if They want to get in contact with you and reach out to you about more Valkyrie stuff. Oh, for sure. And also, you know, all the things about, um, The the upcoming tournament and where they may be be able to uh, watch it and stuff.
1: Oh, for sure. So um, I'll definitely go ahead and throw it in chat as well. Um, The best place to find out what we're doing is to um, you can always follow me as well on Twitter. So text CGL is actually my at on there. You can also follow CGL Valkyries and Console Gaming LG for Console Gaming League. Um, We are on there. You will see all of our tournaments, everything that's going on. Uh, It's pretty much if it's an FGC-related tournament that Console Gaming League is doing, you can 99.9% of the time guarantee that I'm directing behind it. (laughs) Um, So you'll be able to find out about um, anything that we're doing. So August 16th, Fantasy Strike is coming out. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are doing their uh, release party, believe it or not, with creator David Serlin. So he nice. will be on there. Uh, we'll be giving away codes for the game. So that is August 16th at 8 p.m. EST. So don't sleep on that. Um, mm-hmm. We're also doing an EU collaboration with Who owns So that is a special, almost like a little summit. So you've yeah. got uh, Foxy Grandpa, Dizzy, Happy Pal, uh, Iris Mantis. You've got Riza. People like that on there. It's only four of them will go through. It's a $500 prize pool. But literally, go vote for your favorite ones, see them battle it out. It's going to be super dope, especially because the EU MK community really needs all the love they can. So I'm going to be working Mm -hmm. very closely with them to give them some more tournaments uh, and get them built up. And then uh, last but not least, for all my Killer Instinct fans out there, you remember that Mm. Bring Back KI? That
0: uh, MaxMillion
1: put out there? We have a tournament on the 23rd. Now, mind you, all of our tournaments are free to enter. So you don't have to pay a dime. You just got to show up. (laughs) We are doing a Bring Back Killer Instinct or Bring Back KI tournament on August August 23rd. So we've got Nikki. We've got Wheels. We've got the artist Cabela's. We've got a whole lot of cool surprises coming up and the prize pool used to be 500 it's now 700 and it is growing because we've got the original world tour TOs Rotendo who's competing and helping with that so we have a huge KI push coming up so if you guys want to play some good KI and you want to put it out there come out to the tournament it's on August 23rd You can see everything live on twitch.tv at CGL1. That is where all of our stuff is streamed. And I'll go ahead and drop that also in the chat for later. But definitely give us a follow. Come find one of our events. If there's a game that you want to see a tournament for and you know there's a big community following for it, shoot me a DM. My DMs are open. Just don't be creepy. And and we'll talk about it. First of all,
0: just don't be creepy.
1: creepy. It's fine. I've learned that if you're creepy, I'm going to send you something creepy back. So just know if you slide in my DMs and you're saying something inappropriate or you're sending me something inappropriate, I'm going to send it right back to you. And then I'm just going to be like, have a good night. And it's fine. I'll never block you. I won't block you. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's just don't be creepy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm more than open to, to doing uh, more tournaments. And, you know, God, just stay tuned. We're about to do some crazy stuff. Some absolutely crazy Oh, I'm so,
0: so excited and we're going to we're going to drop a link in the chat. Do that yes. uh, if you have a chance to do that mm-hmm. stuff. And then we're going to share that out um, in the show notes for the episode as well. So everybody on podcast platforms, you'll be able to see. A quick link to that mm-hmm. we definitely have to host all of your stuff on our channel too when that stuff is going out so we got to make sure that that's hosted on our channel too because oh, that's sure. we got we got to give y'all some love for that because this is going to be real 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 nuts so it's going to be crazy Steph,
1: i mean you want yeah. to see some i mean let me just tell you we discovered a player named Cozy. Cozy's mm. from xbox Cozy's out here clapping deoxys too easy
2: really <laughs> yeah
1: Mm-hmm. Whoa. He's out All there right. clapping online. So that's what I'm telling you. Like, Online community has got to be the next big push because not everybody can go to these events anymore. They can't afford mm-hmm. it. So I'm providing a space for you to show up for free. And if you yeah. win each week, did I tell you we're giving you $100 just for winning each week?
0: What? hmm. <sighs> all you're right. gonna have my old ass on there with my with my pad playing old ass out there right. trying to get up in there just pressing, get up in there.
1: pressing buttons doing i'm just things. saying so yeah they,
0: they gave they gave my boy raiden a buff so I'm, I'm i'm working on it
1: yeah and they finally nerfed scorpions so all you wi-fi scorpions out there your teleport is now a high and I can block that every time.
0: Yep. <laughs> I think I, I think I lit a candle once I saw that on the on the combat cast. I was like, Yes. Please. We're like the
1: gods <laughs> heard us <laughs> The gods heard us. <laughs> the gods heard well, us. Well
0: stuff. Mm -hmm. thank you so so much for rocking with us tonight we definitely have to have you back on the show to see how everything is going and please if there's anything that we can do over here at spawn on me to help boost everything that you're doing and help with any of the stuff that you need like i'm totally down because i I love what y'all are rocking with this is going to be super super fun
1: oh dude we totally appreciate that and i'm so glad that you reached out like the internet is a weird place um, but I tell you from the bottom of my heart that the amount of support that you've shown me, it just, it's, it's incredible. I don't really have a lot of words for it to describe how I'm feeling about it, but I definitely appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, we'll definitely make sure we can get that streamed on your channel and, and whatever else you need to want to amplify this, Just spread the word, you know, just put it yes. out there. We'll,
0: <laughs> we'll do, we will absolutely do that. And again, so... Everybody, make sure you check out Steph's work. Make sure you check out all the stuff that Valkyries is doing and CGL is doing because there's a lot of really cool stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, Double, uh, folks who are here on the chat and, and who are in Twitch, uh, hang out for a little bit cause we're going to host, uh, we're going to raid somebody else on the other side of the show, but for everybody else in podcast land and radio land, thank you so much for coming through this week. We are super excited to bring you stories like this and have wonderful folks and wonderful guests rocking with us here in Bracago. Uh, again, make sure you're checking all of our stuff on all our social media channels. Make sure you're hitting up our GoFundMe. We're still trying to get funding for the rest of 2019 and 2020 so we can go to all these wonderful events and hopefully hang out with Steph uh, at some of these uh, fighting game (laughs) tournaments and all this good stuff around around the country. Um, And again, thank you so much for hanging out this week and every week. We love you all. We will see you soon and peace. The Spawn on Me podcast can be found every Tuesday on all podcast platforms and Portland Radio at xray.fm at 107.1 slash 91.1. You can find us live every Thursday on twitch.tv slash spawn on me. If you want to reach out to us on the show, you can hit us up on our site, spawn where you can find all our social media information about our Twitter, Instagram, and everything else alongside our contact page if you want to reach out and shoot us a message or a business inquiry. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening every week. And we say... Peace.